Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Folks, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Don't know if you could see it in the video, but yes, it is snowing. At least snowing a little bit. We've got snow on the ground. Let's give you a little peek. Yeah, we're expecting about 12 inches today. I think they said 9 to 12 inches. Fun fact about your boy, I did not see snow until I was 18 years old. Yes. Yeah, didn't do a lot of traveling, didn't have any money, just uh, went outside and played. But yeah, didn't see snow. I think this might be my fifth or sixth kind of active snow experience. I like warm weather. But I'm going to do this show outside just for you because I thought it was kind of pretty. And I have an overhang, so I'm not actually in the snow. But first off, let's congratulate Rodrigo. Rodrigo, congratulations for getting your next two deals. Uh, Your cards will go out in the mail. Uh, I either put them in the mail today or I'll drop them off uh, tomorrow. So, again, Rodrigo, congratulations. Uh, A couple of quick things. Uh, First and foremost, I want to give a call out to a video I have going live at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. this morning, I have a video going out that was one of my first video presentations. It was a PowerPoint I gave at a local real estate meetup. I wanted to go back and give the same talk now that I have a couple of years experience helping people and see what you think. So again, I took one of the original videos and redid it. So that video goes live at nine o'clock. Second, one of the reasons I took a trip to Tahoe was because I wanted to have a quiet time where I could sit back and brainstorm how we could help more people here at one rental at a time, right? We do the daily financial news. We have eight, nine, 10 millionaires speak to you every week. It's been a routine, no question, but I am asking myself how we can help more. And today, given the snowstorm, I'm gonna sit inside and talk about and brainstorm how we can do it. So if you have any ideas, Leave comments below. I would love to hear about it. Couple of caveats. One, I do not want employees. I am long since past that. Two, I'd rather not spend a lot of money on technology. Uh, I like uh, just kind of record and move on. So if the answer is edit your videos and do all of these things, not gonna happen. So with those caveats, let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. On to the news of the day, Tesla. Unlike Netflix, who just totally blew it. Tesla beat top, beat bottom, gave great expectations. They did $18.7 billion, uh, just truly impressive. Yesterday, I also read that Boring Company, uh, one of Tesla or one of Elon Musk's other companies, now has a $5.6 billion valuation. So if I'm not mistaken, in the last 20 years, Elon Musk has created three companies over a bill, worth over a billion dollars. I think one over might be over a trillion dollars, but anyways, certainly three over a billion dollars. So uh, it's pretty impressive what you can do in a five, 10, 20 year period. You don't have to be Elon Musk, but again, if you give it a honest effort for a decade, you can make work optional as Dion often says. 
during the conference call, Musk highlighted once again that inflation is not this government-reported 8.5% total joke. Uh, he says his suppliers are asking for a minimum of 20 and often in excess of 30% increases. Ouch. Bill Ackman. If you've been watching my channel for quite a while, you know I have a particular pet peeve with Bill Ackman. He did something shady a couple of years ago when he talked about his father and the coming end and Hilton going to zero and lo and behold, he made a billion dollars. Well, that son of a gun just lost 400 million on Netflix. He bought Netflix after last quarter's week numbers and he just lost $400 million. Yes, folks, I am smiling a little bit. Now, that's probably not a lot of his, so I get it, but uh, he certainly took one on the chin. And uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to lose $400 million in 90 days. <laughs> Good job, Bill. Uh, cash stuffing. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, if you're checking it out on TikTok and whatnot, but cash stuffing is becoming a thing for Gen Z and millennials. It actually reminds me of my mom back in the 70s, clipping coupons and having these little envelopes for cereal and chicken and milk and eggs and all of that. Cash stuffing is basically you only use cash, you budget your expenses, and when the money's gone, the money is gone. Uh, cash stuffing is coming around because of inflation. And this is what I've often feared. This is why I think rent increases will stop. This is why I think discretionary spending will go down. It's because it is becoming very expensive just to do the basics. And cash, uh, cash stuffing is an answer. It's just budgeting with cash. I know using cash isn't for all of us. But it, you got to admit, when the envelope's empty, the envelope's empty. So again, check it out if you want to, cash stuffing. Uh, both United and American, as expected, uh, exceeded expectations, but more importantly said the summer season is going to be bananas. Uh, in addition, they are raising prices. I don't know if you've checked ticket prices, uh, but they are up 20, 30 percent. That's one of the reasons we are uh, within driving distance. Uh, we just drove up to Tahoe. Uh, reading more and more about money mindset. One of the things, again, I'm trying to do today is to think about how I can help more people. Uh, money mindset shift kind of four things this author was talking about. One, stop saving money. Now, of course, that kind of irks me until you dig deeper. Basically, treat your money as investments, right? Even as you're saving, even as you're doing emergency uh, savings, put make sure it's yielding you the best interest, right? Think about your money making money. That I get behind. That is how we should talk about. That is why the yield calculation is the only number that matters in my spreadsheet. How hard is my cash working? Number two, you got to break through your comfort zone. The author talked a lot about, um, we're kind of taught what our parents know, right? That's kind of what we come from. So expand your horizon, look elsewhere. And I could say that's that's been a pretty key thing for me all these years is is expanding what I'm looking at. Not necessarily that you have to invest there, just looking at other areas, you sometimes pick up on things. Um, and then one was calculate your freedom number. If you've ever checked out the outline for my Get Your Money Right course, that is a key part of it. We have to know what that is. You, you can't get on the journey to a better financial future until you know that number. 
And the other thing is your discretionary income. Let's figure out what your discretionary income is, the dollars that you could literally burn and it, it does not affect your life. And let's double, triple, or quadruple those numbers. San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly uh, says that the economy is strong and that the uh, we can have higher rates. And oh, by the way, we might suffer a mild recession. It's really odd that even the Fed is given up on the soft landing approach. Fortune.com. Fortune.com put out an article yesterday, or at least that's when I read it. It may have come out a few days earlier, talking about the housing market that no one wants to sell in. Folks, if you remember, I brought to you supplier destruction that has now been named by the media the interest rate trap. Doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Um, why would you sell a house where you have a 2 or 3% interest rate and buy a new one with 5%? There's a lot of people locked in. I talked to lots of you or at least text, email, um, direct message. You're in that situation. Uh, 50, this is in fortune.com and also in housing wire. Some of you have asked for these sources. 50% of homeowners have 30 year fixed rate mortgage below 4%. Only, where is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fifth, greater than 50%. Yeah. Have below 4% 30 year fixed rate. Why would you sell crazy? I have a question for you. I want to hear in the comments below this question because there are so many people that still want to crash in prices. I don't see it coming, folks. I'm sorry. I wish I, if my words can move the market, let the market crash. I would just buy more, but it's not coming. But here you go. If your cost of your mortgage, your 30-year mortgage rate went up another 1.5%, so what would that be? Six and three quarters? Would you take a 3% discount in price? This whole mythical rates go up 1%, prices fall 10%, not going to happen. I brought you a lot of data yesterday on that. But would you take one and a half up for a 3% discount? Let me know in the comments below. I just saw that Musk says he's got $46.5 billion committed to buy Twitter. I actually think he's going to get it. I think he's going to get Twitter. I didn't think that day one, but as soon as Jack Dorsey came out and kind of put his thumb in the eye of the board and the fact that Twitter board makes almost $3 million to have nine years of dead money, they should all be fired. I saw a crazy graph yesterday and I posted it on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Um, uh, one rental at a time. I don't know why I blanked out on my own channel. I need coffee. Again, one rental at a time. You can see the graph. It came from Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank says, and again, I got to go dig into these numbers because the graph doesn't make sense to me, but I wanted to share it with you. U.S. households, cash balances exceeds debt for the first time in three decades. Now, that doesn't square with everything we've been told, right? The average American doesn't have, can't handle a $500 emergency. I don't know what they mean by debt. I'm guessing it's not mortgage debt. Maybe it's credit card debt. Don't know, right? I need to go find the article. All I got was the graph. But what I really think is this is statistics getting in 
the way of real life. Yes, maybe when you look at all the cash in the system, it exceeds our debt, maybe. But that's because some rich people like Musk and JP Morgan and Warren Buffett, and you guys know the list, they're sitting on cash waiting for a discount. I believe the um, average American is not doing well today. In fact, I believe the average American is doing worse today than a year ago on all kinds of levels. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just it's a very interesting graph that I can't square. I've done some Google searching trying to find the report. Everything seems to be behind a paywall. Uh, if you find the article and can send it to me, great. Uh, but I'm not going to pay Deutsche Bank a couple hundred bucks for the article. Not happening. Um. Also, Deutsche Bank says a hard landing is unavoidable, which I agree with. Refi demand is now down 68%. If you remember about 90 days ago, I said in refi demand will go down 75%. I'm starting to think my call of 75% might be too, too low. It might be 80 or 85%. It is crazy. Purchase demand is already down 14%. This, again, is mortgage applications. 10-year note, this is, this is important. The 10, U.S. 10-year note is now on par with China. Think about that. That is important. That is not normally the case. China right now is in a cutting cycle. The U.S. is in a rising cycle. Right now, we are about on par. So I ask you, if you are a European, I don't know, this or that, or you wanted to invest in some treasuries, are you going to invest in China or the U.S.? Typically speaking, there is a gap, a premium that China must pay, and they don't have to pay it today. So this is very interesting. We often are asked, who is going to buy the $9 trillion in mortgage-backed securities and treasuries? Well, there's a lot of people that used to buy Chinese equity or bonds that won't. Why buy China's when they're struggling, when you could buy the U.S., which is rising. Might be easier than we thought to sell these bonds. Who knew? Um, looks like I've seen articles that Amazon, Apple, and Starbucks all have union, uh, all are um, union battles, I guess I'll call it. Different locations are unionizing. This is something I called for about six months ago. The employee has the power. This is what happens in that environment. They have the power. They will unionize, um, and it's just part of the system. 37% of builders, folks, if you're not following uh, John Burns Real Estate Consulting on Twitter, you are missing goldmine of information. Real estate information, but still a goldmine. 37% of builders report higher cancellations in April than March. Just like Greg Dickerson said on Monday, watch those cancellations. Fannie Mae, woo, Fannie Mae came out with a scary report. So in 2021, mortgage originations purchase refi totaled 4.5 trillion. That's an amazing number, 4.5 trillion. They estimate that we're going to be down to 2.8 trillion this year. And what I didn't expect, 2.4 trillion next year. Next year. So this supply destruction that I've talked about in coined, this is going to take years to unravel. The Fed broke housing, 
broke it. Just broke it. Fannie Mae now estimates uh, that only two, this is Fannie Mae, the article is Housing Wire. You can go ahead and Google it. Only 2.3% of existing mortgages make sense to refi. And they calculate make sense to refi as having a rate 50, per, 50 basis points above the going rate. 2.3%. Craziness. Craziness. Yeah, the mortgage demand is going down. Uh, supply destruction is real. Doug Duncan, chief economist. The lock-in is real. I call it supply destruction. Dave Duncan sees 7.4% drop in sales this year and 9.7% next year. I believe those numbers are low. As you follow my channel, I think we'll be down 25% this year and 20 or in 50% peak to trough sometime late next year. Supply destruction, demand destruction, not good. Weekly jobless claims, uh, 184,000 new claims. What was very interesting is continuing claims, lowest since 1970. Think about that. Lowest in 52 years. Uh, continuing claims is 1.4 million. The job market is hot. That is why the recession doesn't start this year. It is next year. And then the final thing I read, the Fed Beige Book, economic conditions, uh, worker turnover is high, workers can change jobs, get higher pay, all of this. We have the beginning of a wage cycle um, starting. And that is something the Fed is very afraid of because when wage cycle inflation starts, the only thing they have to do is crash the economy. Hard landing coming. You can prepare, do good work. And again, remember, nine o'clock is an important video. It's one of my original videos. Video quality wasn't great. Hopefully this one's better. And then two, I'm going to spend the day thinking about how I can help more people. So if you want to help me out, brainstorm, leave some comments below. I'd love to hear from you. And let's just look at the pretty picture. I can't believe it's snowing this bad. I don't know. This is, this is bad for me. I never really saw snow. And then my puppies are inside looking at me whining. I don't know if you can hear Sunny, but have fun, everybody. Take care of yourself. Bye.